Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ed Roberts of the program. Now, we experienced a little technical difficulty with the audio during the first five minutes of our interview with Shelley Clark. We did our best to correct the problem. We apologize for any inconvenience. Hi, this is Lewis Gossett, Jr. You're listening to TV Confidential. Look out now for the fabulous honeycomb showing up racking them back, and that ain't no fiction, baby. It's a natural fact. A young man single and free. Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that will make you want to say young man single and free as we welcome, <laughs> as we welcome renowned singer and dancer Shelly Clark. Shelly is one of the founding members of Honeycone. Honeycone, the legendary R&B and soul girl group from the late 1960s, early 1970s that not only topped the Billboard charts with such hits as Want Ads and Stick Up, but was the very first group to appear on the iconic nationally syndicated music show Soul Train. Honeycomb not only earned numerous gold records and music industry awards, but they ushered in a whole new era of songs for girl groups and solo female music artists because the lyrics of Honeycomb songs all had strong messages of female empowerment. We'll ask Shelley about that in just a second, but the most amazing part of Shelley's story, to me anyway, um, because I, I love mountain stories, people who, over, who overcome great obstacles to accomplish great things. And part of Shelley's mountain story is none of the success she enjoyed with Honeycomb and before and after Honeycomb, because Shelley, Shelley's been in the business for a long, long time, and she's done a lot of things. None of that success would have happened had she not survived a near-tragic bus accident that occurred very early in her career and left her hospitalized with serious injuries. We'll ask Shelly about that as well. Plus, we'll talk about the big 55th anniversary tour that Shelly and Honeycone are embarking on as we speak. Shelly Clark, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you, Ed. This is going to be fun. Thanks for having me. There, there are many ways we can start our conversations. I think I'll start with this. Most of my listeners are of a certain age. And they remember the impact of shows like Soul Train. But for the benefit of, uh, let's say, younger listeners, people in their 20s who, who listen to our show but have no idea that once upon a time there were only three TV networks 
and nowhere near as many opportunities for a group like Honeycone to reach a national or even an international audience as there are today. So being on a show like Soul Train, that was a big deal, wasn't it? And the first artist, and we were on that show, right behind us was Gladys Knight. Wow. And also Eddie Kendricks from The Temptations, but, but we, were, we were first. And um, it, it seems to mean so much more now because as who knew that show was going to become uh, just so iconic. And, and people would, would stop what they were doing. Yeah, it, uh, where I grew up, it was on Saturdays, like around noon or one, and then they, and then they would repeat. They would also repeat it late at night. Ah, okay, okay. There you have it. I mean, who knew that show set uh, trends with wardrobe, with music, with dance steps. People were were like uh, trying to emulate what they saw. Uh, you know, doing the dance steps at home, teaching their uh, younger siblings. And uh, I don't know, when we first, when we got on it, luckily for us, Holland Dozier and Holland, our writers, mm-hmm. uh, had, had the hookup with Don Cornelius. And so, and, and this was a new, a new endeavor for him. So we're all sort of thinking, okay, this, this could be good, you know. But I, yeah, I go on the show and the first thing that they say is, oh my God, uh, your uh, dress is, you know, we were, we were a little bit uh, risque, you know, back in the day. <laughs> and uh, they wanted me to change wardrobe. And, and Don said, you know, it's a little controversial for daytime television. And I said, well, you know, I don't have anything else to change into. So I had to shoot the show. And uh, it's still on YouTube with this dress that sort of plunged down. <laughs> um, and and, and it, it's like... Oh, ab- ab- absolutely! You, you you watch some of these red carpet shows, uh, Shelley, and you know it's funny. It's like everybody lets it all hang out. Um, but I was going to say, you know, you know, look, this is what seventy seventy one. You know, uh, you you and the other ladies in the group, you're not necessarily saying, okay, we're going to be pioneers. We're setting trends right now. You just, you know, you're there. You want to hit your marks, you know, because it's the first show, and it's it's the first sh- it's it's the first show in in a series of shows that was catering to a specific market. I mean, a lot of people watched American Bandstand, but a Soul Train was the showcase for black artists. Who, and 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 so it was it was a very very important show. But as I say, in the moment, your main concern is doing your thing. When did you realize that what you were doing was having an impact on so many other people? In honesty, I don't know if it ever really hit us that hard that, you know, wow, we can still you know, they'll still be listening to our stuff 55 years from, because I think we have a 55-year anniversary with one end. But when, when you're 20 and, and, you're, and you're fly and you're from L.A. And, <laughs> and you're and I don't know that, that you're thinking anything that deep. Yeah. You're, you're just hoping, you know, hey, hey, let's just get a good weather, you know. That's right. <laughs> and that seemed uh, a little troublesome for us as it was for the Supremes on Motown. Uh, they didn't get uh, a hit for a long, long time. People used to tease them on the record label and call them the no-hit wonders. Everybody had a hit but them. You know, uh, Martha Reeves had a hit. Incidentally, we have the same manager that manages Martha. 
you know, and the, the Bandellas, Four Tops, Temptations, everybody had a hit with the Supremes. And in a way, we were the first artists uh, on Holland Doja's new label, which was Hot Wax. And I want to say that we recorded maybe six months and just cranked out, you know, what, what could have been four albums. Uh, and we were back and forth and nothing, nothing was taking off. So I was becoming a little concerned. You know, I think we were like three years in uh, recording with no hit. And then I went, <laughs> isn't this how this happens? I went and sort of left the group. I didn't leave the group. I just went and got other work, <laughs> which, was, which was a television show that was like I signed on for two seasons. And uh, major, major TV. So wouldn't you know it, you know, three months into the show, all of a sudden more ads hits. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, oh, my God, not now. <laughs> you know, you want it, you want it, and then you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, well, it, 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 go, it goes to show that no matter what path you want to follow in life, nothing, it, nothing ever follows in, a, in quite a straight path. I mean, there's zigs. <laughs> <laughs> there's there zigs and there's zags, you know. And the show that Shelly's talking about, that's, that was the Jim Neighbors Hour, which we've talked about on our program. And it was right. it was one of the big, it was one of the last big variety shows uh, dur right. during that era. Right. And and you know, look, you're you're a working artist. You're doing what you're doing. So that uh, and and the fact that you're you're on a major network TV show with with, tw with 26 weeks guaranteed work, you know. And, and when they and when they say okay okay you you got to make a choice here I mean that's a tough decision to make but in a situation like that you have to trust your gut. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and, and the kicker was they wouldn't let me off the show when when the record went to number one. Holland Dozier called and said, "Get off that damn show!" <laughs> uh, the record <laughs> just went to number one. We told you not to take it in the first place, but okay, you know we we, uh, we took the joke. But get off the show. So I went to the producer and I said, I guess I forgot to tell you, I'm in a group. <laughs> and the, the, our record just went number one around the world and I've got to go. And they said, oh, no, you don't, Missy. You signed a contract um, and we're holding you to it or you're going to end up in court. <laughs> and so uh, they said, we'll let you go if you replace yourself with someone who looks, sings, dances, acts, and harmonizes just like you. And I said, oh, my God. <laughs> so here I go running around L.A. trying to find girls to audition, and uh, they rejected everybody until I found uh, the one girl who happened to be touring with uh, Ray Charles, and she was tired of being on the road. And she uh, enjoyed an opportunity to stay on a great TV show, working, you know, three days a week, 800 a week, you know. <laughs> it's like, in those days, it's like, wait, what? So I was able to replace myself with Alex Brown, and she's a, she's a mar she was a marvelous talent. And then, and then I could leave. And reluctantly, however, you know, I'm like, now I got to go to Detroit. This is a leap of faith. They put us in charm schools. They put us with choreographers. It, it just seemed so overwhelming. Uh, and I didn't have a clear vision of where things were going. I didn't even know what the name Honeycone meant until years later I found out it was an ice cream yes. that Holland Dozier loved. And it's still around, Honeycone ice cream. This is probably a naive question because, you know, I'm, I'm musically illiterate. But you just said you, you, you had to find your own replacement in order yes. to get out of your contract. Is that, yes. that's not, I mean, that strikes me as unusual, is it? 
they had they were holding the keys <laughs> to the car and I, I had to comply and maybe it wasn't illegal and maybe it wasn't kosher and it may not have been a lot of things but they were so pissed at me they were hoping they were hoping that that I couldn't find anybody that they loved but this one girl she was just phenomenal and uh, they, they had to take her because they had to resume filming and I was too stressed out you know so um, so they so they gladly accepted her because she, you know, she may have not she wasn't a hundred percent Shelly, but she you know she was eighty five and they took it. Well, and 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 speaking of one hundred percent Shelly, we're talking to Shelly Clark, well, one of the founding members of Honeycomb, legendary R and B grand soul group from the early from the late sixties, early nineteen seventies. We will carry over our conversation with Shelly into our second hour. We'll talk about the upcoming 55th anniversary tour of Honeycomb that is in the works. Plus, we'll ask her about singing and dancing with Tina Turner as part of the Ike and Tina Turner Review. And we'll ask Shelly about the near-tragic accident that nearly derailed her music career just as it was beginning to take off. We'll talk about that and more when we continue our conversation with Shelly Clark in our second hour. Then we will shift gears musically and welcome back our friend John Burlingame, music journalist, author of Music for Primetime, A History of American Television Themes and Scoring. All that more. We come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Please stay with us. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. 